0: hi everybody it is time for worship shortly before dave hit the record button we were talking about how this is already the fifth time we have worshipped with you from our kitchen table and to me that feels like that's a lot
1: it's a lot yeah and uh, as your pastors sometimes on saturday nights as we get ready to record we sometimes wonder are we doing the right thing is this the right uh You know worship opportunity to provide for our church and we sometimes think about that um but for now this does seem like a pretty good forum uh, and we're going to continue doing this for at least a a few more weeks Um, and we're really thankful for all the encouraging emails text messages we've been getting um, regarding these uh, Sunday worship opportunities especially with respect to um, uh, Easter last week Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, also for just sending us emails and text messages. It was uh, a real encouragement to us.
0: Mm -hmm. So last Sunday when we worshiped together, it was Easter Sunday. And um, even though Easter Sunday has come and gone, we really hope that the joy and the celebration that come with Jesus' resurrection will carry on throughout the next number of weeks as we worship together, even in this way. And speaking of celebration, that is what we're going to be reflecting on today. The Christian spiritual discipline of celebration. But more on that in a little while.
1: Let's begin. The Lord be with you.
0: And also with you. He is risen. He is risen indeed.
1: Let's pray together. We are so thankful today, God, that we are in the presence of the risen, living Lord. Thank you for bringing Jesus back from the dead, victorious over sin and death. Open our eyes to see him, Lord. Open our hearts to worship him. Fill every bit of our lives, that he might be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray,
0: amen. Amen.
1: of our services we've been um, taking a moment to uh, recite a uh, creed or a confession and we want to do the apostles creed again um, today so with the church of all times and places let us um, state our faith
0: i I believe believe in in god the the father Father almighty Almighty, creator Creator of of heaven and and earth i I believe believe in in jesus christ his His only son Son, our Lord. lord who was conceived by the Holy Spirit born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the The communion communion of of saints, the the forgiveness of sins, sins, the the resurrection of the body, and and the life life everlasting. Amen. Amen. We're gonna do our scripture reading and our reflection now. And before we do that, I just wanted to take a quick moment and uh, just offer you some of our thinking around why we're even talking about the spiritual disciplines anyway. Dave and I started a sermon series on the spiritual disciplines before COVID-19 came around. And uh, we've actually just decided that even though things have drastically changed in our world to continue talking about the spiritual disciplines. And um, we had a little bit of debate about it. Right. Like what do people need to hear? Like, what should we be reflecting on together Um, but i actually feel quite convicted that this is a great time to be talking about the spiritual disciplines for many people out there covid 19 has meant that lives have slowed down and um, i would say that when people think about Uh, introducing a new spiritual discipline into their lives, like solitude or prayer or something else, a huge hurdle is that people feel too busy. There's too much going on. Mm -hmm. And so my sense is that this is actually a wonderful time to be talking about the spiritual disciplines because a number of us actually may have a little bit more time in our day-to-day lives to try something new, to try praying more, to try praying differently, to try a fast, to try whatever it might be.
1: Right, like disruption, the disruption that COVID has uh, brought into our lives. Um, these are opportunities um, to rebuild, you know? Um, we're all thinking about our life and, what how will I live differently going forward? Or, uh, you know, Everything's been taken out from underneath me in, in some ways. And so what do I want life to look like now? And so it's an opportunity to rethink about some of, um, some of the way we use our time and, mm-hmm. and some of the practices that we have.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so our hope and our intent is that our discussions about these spiritual disciplines might just sort of be seeds uh, planted in your hearts that mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit might use to call you to take on something new as you continue to walk with him
1: right for the purpose of of discipleship and becoming more and more like Christ yes
0: with that said I'll say a a quick prayer and then we'll go into the scripture reading so please pray with me Father Son and Holy Spirit throughout time you have used your word to reveal who you are what your plan of salvation is and how you want us to live And we pray that you would do that now. Fill my heart, fill Dave's heart, and fill the hearts of all those who are part of VCRC and others that are listening in today that we might learn from you through the scripture passage and grow in your ways. Amen. The scripture reading today is uh, from Philippians four and it's uh, verses four through nine. And uh, this is a familiar passage and we've actually preached through the book of Philippians rather recently. We have already touched on this passage but it is just a fitting one for today. So we're just gonna read it again. So hear now the word of the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Today we are talking about the spiritual discipline of celebration. And the discipline of celebration is simply the practice of joy. And um, maybe I should add that it's not just the practice of joy for joy's sake, but it's the practice of joy that uh, connects us to God. It's the practice of joy that we take on in order to reflect on and remember that God is good. And God is here and he has given us so much and we can rest and enjoy him. Mm. That is the discipline of celebration.
1: Mm. So we've been studying um, a number of different disciplines, prayer, fasting, meditation, solitude. Uh, Those disciplines um, seem kind of like hard work in some sense. They Mm -hmm. require effort. Um, And in a certain way, Celebration does too, but this one kind of seems like fun. Like, why is Celebration a spiritual discipline?
0: Um, I, I loved the reading that I did in prep for today's worship. I loved reading on the discipline of Celebration and this was a quote that really hit me. And the quote is by John Ortberg and it's this, Joy is at the heart of God's plan for human beings. Joy is at the heart of God's plan for human beings.
1: So he wants us to be joyful.
0: Yes, he does. God himself is the most joyful being in the universe. Mm. When people picture God,
1: do you picture? I don't a know if people God?
0: picture him. right? as like joyful
1: kind of we have God in this you know sort of furrowed brow yeah like maybe like a judging the earth or like
0: even like a serious Mm -hmm. face or something Mm -hmm. but God is the most joyful being in the entire universe Mm -hmm. God is a holy communion father son and holy spirit and within that holy communion it is it is love and it is joy and out of that love and joy Father, Son, and Holy Spirit created the world. And you get a sense of the joy of God as you read the the stories of when God created the world. God created something. And then said... And then he said, and that's very good. Mm. You know, it's like he took joy in it. right? And And then God created the next thing. And he took joy in again. That's mm. very good.
1: And then even like the Sabbath in a way is just simply...
0: The seventh day, God took a whole day no more working, just resting, which is um, actually pretty much like him enjoying Mm. what he has done. So God is the the most joyful being in the entire universe and he created the world and humans out of his love and joy. Mm. And he means for us, for his whole world, and for humans in particular, because we, we carry God's image on us, he means for us to mirror His joy. We are meant to enjoy God. We're meant to enjoy each other and we are meant to enjoy uh, the big beautiful world that Mm -hmm. he himself enjoys. Like we're meant for that. Yeah. And because of that, because that's God's intention, it is very important that people who want to line up their souls and their lives with God's intentions, don't just fast from things, but also take time to feast. Mm. And I love that. This was another quote that I loved. In the Christian life, feasting is just as important as fasting.
1: Yeah. It's great. It's, I, it's I like, so great. I, I like to
2: eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. Don't hit the table. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Shit the phone.
0: Don't hit the kitchen table <laughs> when you're doing worship from the kitchen table. <laughs> um, so that's that's why, hmm. that's why celebration is a spiritual discipline because we are called to have the joy of God lived out in our yeah. lives. We're, we're, we're meant to feast. and we see that throughout the Bible in different ways. In the Old Testament, God instructed his people, the Jewish people, to have a number of feast days or or longer festivals where they were meant to to stop working and to practice celebration. They were meant to reflect on God. They were meant to reflect on what God has done, on his goodness towards them, and then to just enjoy him and enjoy each other Mm -hmm. and to enjoy good food, etc., And then we see this uh, in the New Testament as well, in the life of Jesus, he also celebrated the feast days just like the the, the Jewish folk in his community at that time. But he was also doing a lot of just relaxing with friends, enjoying good food. And his first miracle actually Mm -hmm. took place at a wedding where he turned water into wine. And I love that.
1: I'm gonna go take care of the children. So you just keep going for a second, I'll come back.
0: Okay, while he goes to do that, because this is just real life at home, I'll just say again that Jesus, his first miracle was at a wedding where he turned a bunch of water into wine. And what I love about that is that Jesus uses the power of God to make a good party. A great party it was it's celebration and not only is it just celebration that Jesus was a part of and that he enabled but this miracle of Jesus also points to the fact that everything that Jesus is going to be about is about bringing us into this ultimate celebration uh, of enjoying God forever
1: So I'm I'm back. Um, So we talked about why is celebration a spiritual discipline? Mm -hmm. How do we practice this discipline?
0: There are a couple of really big pieces that have to be in place before we can practice the discipline of celebration. Mm -hmm. And one of those big pieces is that we have to be moving ourselves from worry to trust Mm -hmm. worry blocks joy trusting in god enables joy Mm -hmm. if your heart is heavy because it is filled with all sorts of things that it's concerned about it will be hard for your heart to get up and dance that's right if your heart is um empty of cares and concerns because you have given those cares and concerns to God. If you trust that God is gonna take care of it, if you see that all of those cares and concerns are with Him over there and you're you're light you're lighter, you will be much more able to get up and dance. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's a big thing. And how we move from worry to trust is part of the scripture passage that I read. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. But then how how do we do that? How do we get to that place of celebration and joy? Well, don't be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And then the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus right? So we're emptying ourselves again and again and again of our concerns and we're receiving God's peace. We're able to trust in him and that enables us to rejoice in the Lord or to practice celebration. So that's one big piece. Another big piece that has to be in place is that we have to be filling our lives with good, wholesome, beautiful, wonderful, joy-inspiring things.
1: Right. Like if you're always, um, like taking in, um, junk, junk. Yeah. Like you can't, that that doesn't produce joy.
0: There's a lot of junk out there. That's right. A lot of junk and that junk produces fake knockoff, not lasting, shallow joy. Mm. Um, and it can distract us from the real thing or clutter up our lives and our senses so that the real thing can't really be experienced or lived out. And so we actually have to kind of declutter our lives from the junk and we have to put the good things in, mm-hmm. right? So this is that, that next part of the scripture passage. Finally, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. We have to have our minds and our eyes taking in what is lovely and admirable. And that will, as we're working on that, celebrating, um, celebrating and practicing joy become more, it becomes easier
2: mm.
0: as well. So those are the, the two big pieces that have to be part of the discipline of celebration. Um, but then...
1: It's like the ground. It's like
0: the ground. Yeah. Like those parts have to be involved for Mm -hmm. it for it to work Mm -hmm. Um, but then after those pieces are in place we can get to it and basically practicing the the discipline of celebration means scheduling time in for joy
1: say it again louder
0: scheduling time in for joy and for fun and like i said i don't just mean scheduling time in for fun for fun's sake but fun that is meant to help you celebrate God and God's goodness.
1: Mm-hmm. There's also, there's like a number of ways that this is already built into our schedule. Yes. As for Christians anyway, like we, um, well, I guess other people follow s- some of the holiday schedule too, but, you know, we have Christmas, Easter, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, These are built into our calendar, these occasions for celebration. Yes. And uh, we don't always think, I'm practicing the discipline of celebration this Christmas or this Easter, but that's indeed what we're doing. We're choosing to
0: celebrate. We're celebrating, we're using using gifts, we're using delicious food, Mm -hmm. we're bringing people together, we make it special, like we have a party to mark. Christmas, to mark Easter, to mark whatever it might be. And that is a way to practice the discipline of celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as long as we're using that party to, to truly um, enjoy God. Right. You can for a, what God has done.
1: You can have a Christmas party that's not... Void of God. Yeah. And it's not the, then it's not the practice of celebration. Right. Then
0: it's not the Christian practice of celebration. Yeah. Um, you do need to have a moment mm-hmm. where you reflect where you recognize that God is good God is here he has given me so much he has done great things and in this party in this fun in this joy filled moment
2: mm.
0: like we do it to honor him to glorify him to enjoy him
1: yeah it's sort of just connecting i don't know
0: connecting our fun an earth. yeah
1: in in sort of this big celebration
0: yeah well you had this hike with Joseph the other day mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so um, I took my son Joseph on a date on the top of Christmas Hill. Sorry. Mount Doug. Mount Doug. We went, we hiked to the top and uh, just brought sandwiches and had lunch up there. And while we were up there, I mean, we were taking in the view. We were just enjoying each other, enjoying the food. And it just, it just dawned on me, like, I am very thankful for this moment.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. You know, and I just said to Joseph, like, I just... Like, I just want to thank God, like, for Mm -hmm. this neat time that we can have here, enjoying each other, and the food, and the view, and in that moment, you know, that special, special moment became, I I practiced, I guess, I guess I practiced the discipline of celebration by just acknowledging my gratitude.
0: Yeah, by taking that moment to put your eyes and heart on God, Mm -hmm. um, as you're moving your body and doing... That fun, wonderful thing, like mm-hmm. going for a hike
1: right i didn't I didn't get anything done on the hike, right I, like it, this is just superfluous, like I'm just enjoying nature, yep, and my son, yep, and God, and yep. boom, that's awesome,
0: yep, that's right, yeah, so other examples of of how to do the discipline of celebration, it can be like as small as making an extra yummy dinner, right? Tasting particularly delicious food, taking out the fancy plates, splurging a bit on an extra beautiful bouquet of flowers t- to put in your home, mm-hmm. um, putting on some gorgeous music and playing it like just a little bit louder than usual to just take it in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It can mean, um, Going on a walk to just see what beauty catches your eye. It could mean um, skipping your way through the park. It could mean um, stopping in the park and swinging on a swing for a while, just to feel the goodness and the fun of swinging on a swing. It could mean walking barefoot through the grass. It could mean all sorts of things. Um, Mm. But it's, it's taking the joy that we know within, and it's living it out in our bodies, putting it out in our lives, in our experience, mm-hmm. to enjoy God and honor Him. So that's how we do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, what if, uh, what if we don't feel like doing it? What if it's been a terrible year, or a terrible season of life? What if there is no joy that we're feeling, can we still practice? Should we, should we not, how does that work?
0: This is a really important question because I know many people who struggle with depression, who suffer from a lot of anxiety, who bear deep grief, um, who experience a lot of pain I know a lot of people like that. I've lived through seasons like that myself. And so this is just a critically important question. The first thing I want to say is when it comes to the discipline of celebration, don't fake it. Like, please don't get me wrong here. Celebration as a discipline is not meant to be like, I'm just going to pretend I'm happy for a while. Hmm. It's not that. It's not that at all so don't fake it and don't feel like you have to fake it but the other thing I want to say here is that I think the discipline of celebration is maybe especially for those who feel like they are joy impaired or who feel like they're really on the like not joyful side of the personality spectrum and Those of us who find ourselves on that side of the spectrum Actually have this really unique opportunity to know firsthand That joy is just not something you like You know you you pray for like actually you're really sad and you're just gonna like pray for joy And it's like gonna drop down on you or something That's not what it's meant to be joy is actually something that is meant to be learned That is meant to be cultivated that is meant to be claimed and then is meant to sort of grow in. That's why it's a discipline. It's not natural. It's not. Our lives and the world have been broken and wrecked up by sin in so many ways. Um, It's not natural, right? So it's a discipline. It's a spiritual discipline that we take on and we don't take it on big, like we start where we're at. And I think for many of us, it means starting small. Um, And even if we don't do it, we take a little step Mm -hmm. um, because we believe and we're committed to this idea that, you know, joy is at the heart of God's plan for humanity. He did mean us for that. And even if we're not there today, like our eternity is with God in joy, feasting forever. Hmm. And so we just take these itty bitty steps to grow in our capacity for it. Um,
1: So what I'm hearing you say is
0: mm -hmm.
1: you don't fake it, and yet you don't not do it either.
0: Yeah. That's so exactly right. You'd, on the one hand, you don't fake it. You don't
2: mm-hmm.
0: put on some show, but on the other hand, you don't write it off. Mm. Like, well, that's obviously not meant for me. You know, it is. So and like maybe your journey will be longer and maybe your steps will be like way more baby. Mm. But like it is a discipline meant for all of God's people so that we all might grow in our capacity to enjoy him.
1: So you might not be ready for a dance party, but you, you know. <sighs> Oh, but yeah. you might be ready to, like, make a nice batch of chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. And just say thank you. Thank yeah, you, Lord. Like, for like,
0: smell that cookie and just thank be Thank you, like, Lord,
1: for butter, sugar, and flour, and chocolate.
0: But I hope that you get to the dance <laughs> right. part eventually. Because right. that has been a great part of my own practice mm. of celebration. Oh, well, do share. Well, it's not, it's like very small. I, I feel like I'm like on the joy-impaired side of things. And I was going through a tough stretch and I I felt convicted that I needed to like maybe like discipline myself to just claim and like practice joy. Mm -hmm. And um, like I have the most fun. Like for me, the epitome of fun is dancing at weddings. I love to dance at weddings. And so I thought, oh, well, if I love that, like how might I introduce that into my life? And so sometimes after supper, uh, before bed, we'll do like a, A dance party. Family dance. Family dance, you know, and like, I tell you, it's kind of wonderful to like turn around a bad day or a grumpy attitude with just like letting loose in the living room
2: with Mm -hmm. kids
0: who are laughing and letting loose. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's increased my joy and it makes me want to dance more.
1: Right. Yeah. There's, it's kind of joys and It can snowball.
0: It can snowball. Yeah. Yeah. That's right.
1: Um, Celebration and the gospel. How do these things connect? What is, um, what light can the gospel shed on this discipline?
0: Um, We always just want to take a moment and connect the spiritual discipline back to Jesus because he is the reason why we're talking about these, uh, because we want to be like him. And in order to be like Jesus, we have to do what he did and we have to take a close look. And in terms of the gospel, I just, how to say it? When Jesus was born, we'll start there. The angel said, I bring you good news of great joy. Like the birth of this man is is gonna bring great joy to all people. And then when Jesus himself was teaching his disciples, he was teaching them about obedience and following God's ways, and he said to them, I have said these things to you so that you might have my joy and that your joy might be complete. And then Jesus died, and then he rose again. And when he died and when he rose again, he did that conquering sin and death. And he became the first human to be part of God's new world, the new world that God was recreating. And we know that this new world is a world that won't have any sadness, won't have any tears, won't have any pain, but will be a world where there is just joy, just celebration, just enjoying God and just enjoying each other. And um, Mm -hmm. Jesus brought that through his life, death, and resurrection, and we get that Mm -hmm. as we live our lives in him and with him. And so the joy that we feel now when we are celebrating the discipline of celebration, like that's just like a little foretaste Mm -hmm. of what is to come in God's new world.
1: Well, I was just even thinking about what you were talking about uh, earlier, about worry, trust, filling our lives with good things. Um, And it strikes me that what Christ does is provides that solid foundation, that ground upon mm-hmm. which we can celebrate. Um in that he takes away our sins. He takes away uh fear of of death. I mean there's still mm-hmm. there's still that fear, but there's there's um it's like the sting death of is death is not our end. Is not our end. Mm-hmm. And um so the you know I'm, I was just thinking um hmm about that James Bryant Smith, uh, quote, um, you know, who am I? You know, I am someone in whom Christ dwells and I live in the unshakable kingdom of God. Yeah. That is like our identity. Yeah. In Christ, that is ours. Yeah. And that becomes, that becomes the the floor upon which we dance. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. God has given us so much in Jesus And, uh, no matter what happens, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like that is always something to celebrate. Mm -hmm. Like always.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: that brings us to our little concluding discussion on
1: celebration and COVID-19. So what, in what way does that, this discipline, how can we practice it in the midst of this pandemic?
0: Well, it connects to what you were just saying about Jesus, you know, um, there's a lot to feel sad about and scared about right now, but I think if we were to take on the discipline of celebration, God would really remind us of all that we have, that we can feel joy about mm-hmm. too. And in a time where like fear and sadness might really dominate, mm-hmm. um, to like claim. Celebration,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I think, is sort of a good medicine, uh, or st- you know, a strengthening opportunity to fight the temptation to only worry. to only worry, yeah. um, and it helps us remember. And I think it's
1: an act of Christian witness too. Like it's um, to celebrate. Yeah, to celebrate in the midst of a terrible time. Mm-hmm. It's just we're we're saying our lives are secure in a bigger reality, and we're gonna throw a party Yeah, and have fun.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of the scripture passage in the New Testament um, with Paul and Silas, and these were two missionaries at the very beginning stages of the church, and they had been imprisoned for sharing the news about Jesus. And uh, they're in jail, and they just like spend the night singing hymns. Mm. And it's not because they actually love their situation at all. It's because they just have deep joy. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Because God had done so much for them in Jesus. So they just sing. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, you're right. Like, we have this. We have so much to sing about. Mm -hmm. All that God has done for us in Christ. And it is a witness to people around. Right. To see people celebrating. That's right. It reminds me of this other thing. you
1: gotta tell
0: tell that. Yeah, I'm gonna tell it because I just read The The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe with the kids, and... um, They loved it. They loved it, I loved it, but this part that I loved best this time around, which I had never noticed before, was that after Aslan um, rises from the dead and Susan and Lucy are there, the first thing they do is they just play. Like this stone table is at, like on this meadow, and Aslan chases the girls, and they're giggling and laughing, and he's giggling and laughing, and they chase him. It's like they're playing tag, and then they're rolling around in the grass. They are just playing. They are just celebrating. And what is so notable about that is that there's this, like, war, this, like, pretty significant battle happening between Peter and Edmund and all of Aslan's other people and the White Witch, like, not that far away.
1: But before. But Aslan day. and
0: the girls just, like, spend all this time playing together because mm-hmm. there's so much joy in the fact that he has risen from the dead. And, um,. You know they finish and then he's like well you know we better get to that battle that's <laughs> like Oh, like what's happening with peter and the white witch she's so scary um but you know they get there and aslan takes her down in no time and it's just such a perfect picture it's such a perfect picture of like why we celebrate like why do we play because Jesus is alive and there's nothing to fear anymore like the battle will be taken care of and um, mm-hmm. so take a minute roll around in the grass right and giggle yeah feast celebrate hmm
1: that's it's our destiny we you know we have a little foretaste today but it's our destiny uh, with, with, you know, to celebrate life with the triune God and the new, the new creation. Yeah,
0: it's what we're meant for.
1: Yeah. Anything else you want to say on celebration? No,
0: just do it. Just do it. Just do it.
1: Have fun. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: That's right. We should... Um, close. We should Close.
1: Maybe can I uh, say a prayer? Yeah. Thank you. um, Thank you, Father, for creating and redeeming us to live lives of joy with you and each other. Mm -hmm. And we pray, Father, that you would um, uh, give us just your spirit of joy, uh, the Holy Spirit, to work in our hearts and to lead us out um, into the world that you've made and to just um, be alive with you, enjoying our bodies, enjoying the world, enjoying each other. And we are so thankful uh, for uh, the strong foundation that is ours through the resurrection and that we now live in the unshakable kingdom of God. And we look forward, Lord, to that feast at the end of time and the joy that we'll experience with you until then, Lord, we just pray that you'd make us people of the feast, people who keep the feast, and people who celebrate, celebrate well. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, may that be a witness, Lord.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Especially in these, uh, these darker times, Lord. Um, mm-hmm. May we witness through celebration.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We pray all this in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Now we'll sing.
3: joyful we adore thee, God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like clouds before thee, opening to the sun above. Melt the clouds of sin and sadness, drive the dark of doubt away.
0: you and he invites you to know and experience the joy the true joy that comes from life with him go now in the power of his blessing may the lord bless you and keep you may the lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you may the lord turn his face toward you and give you his peace now and always and all god's people said Amen, amen.
2: It's,
1: uh, it's kind of been strange, but... Um,
0: you know what? You say that word strange all the time.
1: I do? You do. <laughs> I should just read the words, hey? Because <laughs> I did craft them. Shoot. Not bad.
0: Not a big deal. Act to... That's <laughs> right. Get it out.
1: Get it out.
0: We have worship with you from our... We mm-hmm. you wanna talk? You're doing the Apostles Creed.
1: No, I said you I asked you if you were and you said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I can do it. No. I, these things only, this is why I like putting something aside, <laughs> so I know what I'm supposed to prepare for. I got no clue. <laughs> like seriously, honey.